Get ready to transform how you communicate and market, not only in business, but in your life. This is Marketing Matters. For more information on today's show and other topics, visit ryansowers.com. Here's your host, best-selling author and national speaker, Ryan Sowers. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to another Marketing Matters with Ryan Sowers, powered by our town, Gwinnett Magazine. We are broadcasting live on the In Results Radio Network inside the Perimeter Roofing Studio from the Country Inn and Suites by Radisson Hotel in beautiful Stone Mountain, Georgia today. But got a little wetness and precipitation out there, but we're all okay. We are super excited today to have my friend and colleague Amber Voss with us today. Amber is the owner and entrepreneur of Sanctuary Yoga Studio with so much wisdom. Amber, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. You are so welcome. Well, Amber, for those who don't know, you've done your corporate tour of duty. You're doing your entrepreneur tour of duty. Tell them a little bit about Amber. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, uh, started 22 years ago, um, well, out of college in the apparel industry, as I shared with you, doing global sourcing. So right. I did that career for 22 years, owned my own small clothing business, went back to grad school to become a library, uh, get my master's in library science. Oh, wow. And then I taught university for three years. Well, the good thing is you haven't had your hands in a lot of different things. Nothing. Right. Yeah. It's not enough. But if, I bet it's prepared you to be an entrepreneur, to have your yes. hands in a little bit of something. You Absolutely. Know. You know, I'm not going to be able to let that one go with what we talked about being an entrepreneur of some sort. All right. So now we're on in Sanctuary Yoga Studio. When did that become an idea for you? Um, it's always been a dream. I went through my first yoga teacher training not necessarily to become a yoga teacher. I did it for my own personal practice, but it's been a dream of mine because it's just something that came naturally to me. And I, I just love helping people mm -hmm. get in their bodies and feel better in their bodies. All right, so let's, I'm just gonna ask you a crazy question because I think I've asked you this on the phone before. So, you know, in a typical small class group, if it's a small group, is everybody doing the same thing or do you, I mean, you know, I, I honestly don't know cause I've never experienced this. Um, I, I may need to experience it, but I'm just, just asking the question, is everybody kind of breathing the same way, doing the same positions? How does it work for a person out there going, I don't even know anything about yoga. So I trust my students know themselves best. Mm -hmm. And so I give options, oh. but I make a point to not give them too many options right because then their brain goes wait what is she <laughs> what saying is where's my body <laughs> supposed to be in yeah, space yeah. but they it it's your practice okay so i have no expectations and i always invite my students to listen to their body if this pose doesn't work for you today what pose does work for you Okay. Um, but would you say it all? Because I know you said in the notes, I don't mean to cut you off there, but I'm saying, is, is breathing where we, we start in terms of like the whole getting into yoga? We come in, so students will come into class, and I love to ask either one what their energy levels are for the day. So that will help me gauge like the, if I need to ramp it up a little mm -hmm. from an intensity standpoint. But I also ask if there's a certain part of their body that needs a little extra. And so. I'm keen on meeting my students wherever they're at nice. and to providing them. But yes, we do start seated on our mat. If people can't sit comfortably, they can come into a pose called constructive rest. And we start with just noticing where our breath is at. 
I like that start. That that's for instance something that's where I would start. Sit myself in a little chair and work on breathing. I, I, no, I'm just kidding. No, seriously. So you're really me, legit. If you can breathe, you can. If start. you can breathe, you can do yoga. Okay. And I teach people in chairs. Really? Um, I'm certified and trained to teach people if they're lying in a bed, if they're in a wheelchair. Really? If they're seating, you know, if people can't get down to the floor, they can use their chair. Oh, man. And people have the misconception that chair yoga is easy. It nah. is not easy. Is that right? So, so there are going to be people listening to this. I'm literally, when I say is I'm being serious, I have no idea that that was a thing. I didn't even know you could even teach them on that. Yes. Yes. I, wow. it's my one of my most populated classes and has been for years so is is that um do those people i guess if you're in a wheelchair or whatever does do they find i mean i don't know how to say or do, do they find relief and benefits and stress relief of from? course yeah i follow some of the most um some of the most amazing teachers that teach from wheelchairs and i've done the training i don't currently have any students sure, sure. Um, but I have the ability to teach someone that's sitting in a chair and someone that's next to, next to them on the mat. Like, right. so it's, it's kind of like a mixed, we would call it a mixed levels class. And I, I really shy away from using that because I don't want to make a hierarchy. Right. I don't want someone to feel less than or more than someone, but it's really, it's just about letting people be comfortable in the body that they're in. Some people can access that easier from a chair. Others can access that easier from, from the mat. So I'm, I'm kind of just taking this without even looking at some of our ideas we discussed. I'm trying to take it in my own brain. So in the yoga studio, I'm kind of picturing it since I've not done it. Is that a quiet place? Very quiet, yes. Okay. So you don't want me in there talking. and um, I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, but overall, it's a, it's a, it's a calm place. It's meant to be calming. Yes. It's a, I think if you stepped into the studio, you would notice that it, that has this calming energy. Shoulders would get, shoulders would go down. (laughs) Your breath would change. You'd stop clenching your jaw. Oh, see, she's Francis, I got all kinds of problems. My my shoulders are down now. I know. I know. So they, they automatically stay. Okay. But yes, it's meant to be calming. And, and the teachers and I, like we just, our goal is just to meet and make everybody feel welcome and offer accessible yoga to regardless of who shows up. Like if you're the first time student, we will teach you. We will teach the person beside you that may have been coming for two months or two years or okay. five years. So it's a personalized experience. Yeah. Now, how long is a normal session on, in, in general? General is 60 minutes, an okay. hour. Um, I offer a gentle restorative class on Thursday evenings that's 75 minutes long because I love giving students a longer time at the end of class in the posture called Shavasana um, to integrate their practice and just to let their nervous system come back to like a static point. I'm going to look that you. I can't even say it. You should come in for a class. Oh, boy. Francis, what are you thinking? Yeah, he, he thinks I need it. All right, I'm gonna have to come in for a class. Let me get, let me get my stuff settled out, and then you you can try to work wonders and see what you can do. Um, so, okay, so let's go into it. Um, you we talked about you had the idea of the yoga and how long we've been into it, and then the studio itself. How long has that been a process of getting the new studio up and uh, up and rolling? 
I really started looking in early February of this year. Wow. So it's been a dream. I had kind of just put it to the back burner. Right. Um, I've managed studios in the past. Oh, that's right. We didn't yes. get to that part. So you, that's what you had done in yoga. Let's go cover that part. So, yes. So I have experience in managing studios, running, you know, um, doing the books and managing teachers and the schedule and posting and things like that. Were you, were you doing any teaching? Too? Yeah, in okay. teaching, yes. So you were immersed in that. Yes. So that's really where your focus mm -hmm. was after you left the corporate. Um, well, after that, I taught. Oh, I that's taught right. taught university for three years. Okay. That's, so then and then I was teaching yoga. Okay. And then I let go of my business, and then I became a full-time yoga okay. teacher. I'm just trying to get my, my – okay. So it's you confusing. Were, no, no, no. <laughs> no, you're talking to a guy that gets confusing. I get it. I'm just trying to get that serious. Okay. But during that time of doing the books and teaching that, did you did you have in your mind, I'd love to have my own studio one day? Yeah. I had originally – I left – Atlanta briefly I've been here since 2000 and I moved to Huntsville Alabama in 2017 came back home because this is where I needed to be um, and I had moved there with the intention of having and perhaps opening my studio there just because Atlanta is saturated with yoga studios and it's been very hard during COVID to watch some of the studios that I've attended as a student just close and disappear right so um, it's something that I had literally just like, you know, maybe one day, but it's nothing that I was just like, okay, I'm going to make this happen. In February, I just had a thought. I was like, I'm going to just look at a space. And um, I looked at a couple, and it's just too expensive because yoga, it's, um, it's an interesting industry in that um, it takes a lot of money, you know. It takes that for anything, but like – a it's not something that you're going to just be rolling in cash. Sure. And there's a, you know, there's kind of a misconception about that as well. But I found this place. Um, I was driving down Rockbridge with my husband. We were actually at the Kroger buying groceries. And we look across the street. There's the sign that says for sale for lease. And I'm like, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> you got a call on that? I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> One or the other? <laughs> like, is this so negotiable? Right, what? right. So I called the real estate agent that was listed, and um, it works out very well because I'm renting a suite from an occupational therapist who helps children. Oh, cool. And the space had been empty for some time. The price is great. for uh, it, it was a sure. risk I was willing to take. Right. You were telling me when yes. we first talked, you're like, I can, this is a risk. I can buy it off. And yeah. 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 The other risk, it was a hard no yeah. between discussion between me and my husband. But the th cool thing is, is that, she was waiting for the right energy to come into that space and it oh, yeah? felt aligned with her and it's just been great so i my husband and i we um did all the repairs a lot of the repairs inside we painted we um she had the landlady had the floor stripped and refinished um we did some upgrades you know made sure that the bathroom was ada compliant sure um and then i got a little bit too eager because I was like, oh, everything's coming through. And then the business license was oh, delayed. Oh, yeah. I remember you right? telling me that. Yeah. Yeah. And it was one of those like, oh, I can't open <laughs> April 1st. I can't do that. And I actually had thought I might open in March. That was really overeager. But um, the doors opened on April 17th. So not too, no, that's not not too bad. bad. At all. And we've, we're doing really well. I'm so proud of you. I, Thank so, you. So, well, I felt the energy and the all your experiences and having had the corporate America and, and knowing what lo that looks like. And then I think 
you know, this being a marketing type show, you know, there's a lot of entrepreneurs that listen to the show and I, we'll speak to that in a minute. We'll like what being an entrepreneur is really like, but the ability, I've had a lot of people recently, and I remember us discussing that and saying, I know right now without any customers, I can invest X, Y, Z in this and be okay. Because I tell people all the time, if you, whatever it is, you know, if it's a Coke machine and you go, I don't know, I could pay the Coke machine for more than a month. Well, then don't do it. I mean, don't do it. I mean, you're, and, and I've had people and had the discussion. They say, I know I can do six months of this. Okay. Then if that makes sense, then you should do it. If not, don't wait. Right. And that's one thing I've just seen a lot of, of entrepreneurs expecting like, you know, the, the, the place to be full day one. Well, I mean, it, Maybe it does, but it usually takes a little time, you know, be patient, you know, to grow a following. It does. So you said it's going pretty well. It's going well. Yeah. I adjusted the schedule slightly because um, June and July for any yoga oh, studio, yeah. no matter how long you've been established, it's the slowest months slowest of time. the year, regardless of your location. Doesn't matter. Now, let me ask you on the flip side, when are the, are there busier times of the year or is it just kind of flatline beyond the summer? Um, is it flat? You know, no, just the two months, June and July. You'll start seeing it drop off in May just yeah. a little bit because kids, people with kids, right? Um, and all of those end of school year events. Oh, yeah. And we had that the same with um, our daughter and two kid, two other kids graduating from, uni- or not university, but from high school at the same time. So May was really busy for us personally with just those celebrations um, and other people like kids in sports, kids doing this. It's like, I'm coming to class, but my kid had to do this, so I had to cancel. But it's just it's just riding that wave. Sure. And not getting super agitated and just knowing. It's part of it. I know the history of yoga studios. Yeah. Having worked in them now for long enough. So you can see the pattern. Yeah. You know the, you know the pattern. Yeah, so and I know it'll lift in August. Is that usually that worse? Yeah. When school gets rolling again. There'll be more classes added back in August. We'll have more events. We'll schedule specific workshops. We have one coming up later this month for whomever is in town. You know, summer is a time to play. Sure. And we still have pretty good turnouts in our classes, all things considered. Well, you know, I was out of town um, last little bit of time just due to some stuff I'm dealing do, doing in my life. But, you know, the thing about being out of town in the summer, you really never know when people are going to be in town or out of town. It's going to be a smorgasbord of all of it. So I agree, you know, play with it and see what works, what doesn't work. Right. But, but in your uh, entrepreneur hat, um, I guess this is truly the first time of in a yoga studio of you being an entrepreneur. No. Nope. Mm-hmm. I missed it. No, it's fine. I missed it. Which one did I miss? The clothing business. Oh, no, I was saying as, an, as a yoga. Oh, uh, as a yoga, yoga yes. Studio. So I thought I had that part right. I was yes, not, I was my tr- first time as a yoga studio founder. Uh, and yeah, that's owner. what I meant. Yes, so I, was, I knew I had something back there, so I went with yoga studio. So have you found that similar to the clothing, um, being an entrepreneur? Is this a whole, because it's a passion, is this a little bit different? Or because I know this is what you want to do. Is it a little different? Well, this is what I love doing, I mean. but I also love clothes and oh. making clothes and helping people feel good in what they're wearing. So you could be a serial entrepreneur. You might have. And that was my second thing, the clothing. I had sold jewelry before that for a company that brought in a lot of fun and gave me, oh, sorry, something to do. Okay. And something, it, it, once I, I left the um, corporate world briefly and that was kind of my segue into, okay, I'm still got my hand in business because I, I have an undergrad in business. Sure. And, 
Um, Which I would bet, I'm betting, a lot of yoga facilities, people don't have it in business. Correct. I'm just a guess. I don't want to be wrong. That's not disrespectful. But, you know, I know a lot of people in, um, let's just say restaurants or different things or craft breweries, they, they don't, a lot, well, I've seen they don't have a lot of the business financial you got to bring in more. <laughs> I mean, you have a great idea, but if more money's going out the door than coming in for a long period of time, you better have a big bank account. It does, you know, I mean, serious. And they're like, well, you know, but Ron, you're good in marketing. I'm like, I'm not a magician, bud. <laughs> I can't make money magically appear. So it's, it's something I think um, you've gone into it very wisely in terms of look, you know, a long-term plan of how you're going to do this, how you're going to grow this. And, Right now, you, do classes cap out, if I remember, is it 14? 14, and I I prefer to keep it small and intimate. Is that um, is that small, or is that, I don't have a clue. That's small to Atlantic standards, It is, yes. okay. Mm-hmm. So some um, people go bigger than that? For, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. So how do you get the personal touch when you have 18, 20 people in there? You just have to be a fantastic teacher, and there are several of those in Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. I used to be some of their students. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. But with 14, do you feel like you can really be hands-on? Um, and that's not I don't asking you need can't. to be hands-on. Um, I'm very conscious of people who show up with maybe just don't want to have a hands-on assist. I ask people, like, would you like me to assist you? And to put their body or make a slight adjustment so they can – kind of connect that brain muscle memory to each other but if I do my work well all 14 of those will leave feeling like I was speaking directly to them I see so everybody's at a different place yes everybody's at a different place so your job is to kind of meet them where they are what they need tweak nothing nothing a lot so if I came in, I'd be like, um, Amber, you're like, yes, Ryan. <laughs> like, um, so that, you're like, that's the 31st question you've asked in, uh, in one hour. No, but you know what I mean. Until you get to yeah, no, and you, you have to look, you know, and um, it's really just about getting you out of your head and into your body and connected to your breath. And just and your just mind. Your mind, your nervous system, your body feels better. Your so mind is calmer. Do you tell people? I'm, I didn't make a joke. I'm just really into this. So I want. This is people that I know ask about yoga. So I'm trying to ask you these things sure. in like a story. Do you encourage people when they come in for their their session to have the phones off and yes. shut? I mean, do y'all have a? Is we that have them? cubbies, and I ask everybody that's on the door when you come in. There's a studio etiquette list. Turn off your phone. If you're using your smartwatch, make sure that it's not you know beeping yeah beeping or you're taking phone calls on it it can be silent but don't let it become an you know an an annoyance to your classmates to the people beside you and it will also pull you out as well of the practice yeah i was gonna say so do, do you encourage them even before they step foot in the studio to start the mindset of um not unwinding but but um not not being you know super stressed when they walk in the door you know they had to get in a car to get to the studio some people get caught in traffic and they're sending a private text through our um our yoga app and they're like i'm in traffic please don't lock me out (laughs) you know because they need it yeah um and people will come in like harried 
I mean, we live in a fast-paced world. Amen. We're all overworked. Yep. We're tired. Yep. We don't move enough. Yep. We don't nurture ourselves enough. And um, if I can carve out or my teachers can carve out an hour of space for people just to be, for a mom or a dad not to have a kid tugging on them, mom, mom, you know, needing something. They get this time for themselves. And I'm like, if you need Shavasana, the last posture of the class. Shavasana. Shavasana. Oh, I'm getting there. um, Take a 60-minute Shavasana. All right, Francis, we got to get that in the calendar. I mean, we're going together. We we need to soothe our nervous systems, and yoga is a great way to do that to bring yourself back into balance. So it's not per se. Um, I had one foray into the martial arts. Let's just fast forward and do the old yada yada yada. I met it about three weeks and broke my collarbone by myself. By uh, uh, yeah yeah. It's an interesting story. Yeah, it's a great story. It's <laughs> the most embarrassing story when I thought I was hot shot, whatever, and. Leave it at that. Didn't get beat up by anybody. Didn't take a hard hit. I broke my collarbone on a bad roll. So let's just say I'm better at, I'm good in sports. That not so good. Probably breathing not so good or knowing how to breathe or just be. So um, I got to remember what the, what the, what the, uh, oh, I know what it was. Because I was thinking of levels back when I did the jujitsu. Do you like just go to yoga and once you, you, you kind of are a practiced um, student, do you progress to higher levels or is it just what you give them or what they know how to do different poses? Different, I don't understand how it works. Like, how would you explain that to somebody? So there are different lineages of yoga and you could go to an Ashtanga class, for instance, and you would have the same sequence okay. every single time. There would be a teacher moving through the room. It's called Mysore practice. I'm okay. just giving you an example. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, and they would come by and offer you know, ways for you to refine this sequence or this posture in your body. And it's just a chance to practice in community and you have a teacher there, but they're not guiding you through your practice. It's self-guided. So when you come to our studio, you will have classes that are a variety of styles, meaning you might be moving through a sequence and all classes usually have a sequence. That's what we call them. And and we start with an open, opening centering, okay. and we just focus on the breath, and we check in with ourselves. Like, I invite the students to check in with themselves. But then I will – sometimes I have things planned, and sometimes I show up with a plan, and I'm like, I can't teach this today. <laughs> and then I just – I teach to who is there. Okay. And my plan goes out the window, yeah. and I just – let it come intuitively and based on what I see my students needing. So, so, so there's no, you know, hey, you're black belt level one, two, three, four, five. But but I would assume if you have somebody who's been doing yoga for a while, they're going to be able to do more advanced things than if I walk in the door for the first time and don't know how to breathe properly. Um, you will hear um, in the yoga world um, advanced postures. I personally think not contorting your body into an advanced posture just to say that you did it or to get the Instagram post yeah, and the likes yeah. is wise because why are you doing it? That's the question. And then secondly, I truly considered the more advanced styles of yoga to be the ones that require you to sit still and to breathe and to marinate in those I postures. 
Okay, so that makes sense. That's why. So, so all this advanced advanced poses. It's this. a word that needs to be nixed from the lexicon of yoga, in my opinion, and okay. that will irritate a lot of yoga teachers no, if care. you're listening. Yeah, I mean, and I, per- perhaps yeah. practitioners, but it's just about meeting yourself where you are. And I mean, yeah, did I in the past want to do all of those, you know, really bendy postures? Of course. And then as I progressed through my years of training. I discovered why I couldn't well, do some of those right. bendy postures. And I would have people tell me, you're not strong enough. You're not this enough. Just keep practicing. Just keep practicing. That's when students lose their power to trust their own body and their own wisdom. And, you know, in my advanced teacher training for anatomy, I, I learned why I can't do a pose that I had only been able to do three times. Three really? times. Really, and so then it's like, oh, I don't have to do this. But you, so what you're saying is, you can get ultimately the same results, but you don't have to do some. No, I'm not even gonna say advanced. We'll say strange. How about that? Weird or, or you know whatever pose you want for Instagram. That's you can get the same result. And it also comes back to the question like, why do you need to do this pose? Is this your ego mm-hmm. that's driving you to do mm-hmm. this? Or is this a goal? And it's great to have goals in yoga. I encourage my students, if you want to learn how to do crow pose, I'll teach you how to do crow pose, where you're balancing your entire body on your hands. Oh. You think you can't do it? It's going to scare you because you might face plant a couple of times. You mean you're on just your hands? Just your hands. Francis can do that. And... (laughs) (laughs) That's a major reason why I'm just kidding. Um, Wow. But it's, uh, it's the why. It's like... Why do you need to do this? And and as we age, I'm 46 now. Like, my body doesn't do what it did 10 years ago, yeah. 20 years ago. I'll just roll with the 46 with you and cut off five. <laughs> cut off five and roll back to 46. No, it's very, you know, so I was saying when we came before air, and your body, you know, no matter how much you want it to, how hard you work, it can, you know, it, a little over 50. Now I can't do well, I mean, you just don't recover as quickly. You know, it, it's... Um, well, your body's uh, aging, it's aging, right? But you can still care for your mind. Sure. You can still have a mindfulness practice. You can still come move your body. And people will come in and they're... Like my students that came into class this morning, I just need a stretch. Okay, is there a part of your body that needs stretch more than the others? So how, how do you... Do, I'm, I'm jumping on this. So, so are you talking about like is that hamstrings or quads? Yeah. Is that how you're asking them? Yeah. I mean, like or shoulders. shoulders or, so you got me like or I slept weird. What's going on with my neck? Well, let's see if okay. we can just move it a little see, bit. I can't move my arms anymore, Amber. So my shoulders are down in this interview. This is good. It feels so good for the stress relief, but I can't move my arms. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move this. You'll get there. <laughs> All right. Very good. Um, and, and just I just want to say... Um, we don't come to yoga to perfect the poses like we all come to yoga for different reasons let me start there but as your body changes the pose will change within your body and you should have grace for yourself to allow that to happen and to not force and once you get into it we call it a yoga practice because we're not supposed to be perfect because none of us are perfect nope right far from it Maybe my version of crow pose looks nothing like your version of crow pose, but it doesn't mean that it's not crow pose. So it's just like letting people do what they need to do. 
for themselves. I, I would think right now more than ever, and I mean, obviously you're a yoga studio owner, but I'm saying seriously, I would think this could be one of the most important times that I've ever seen and all the stuff I've studied for people to need something like yoga. Absolutely. I mean. Change my life. I, 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 I just see kind of our world coming off, off the tracks. I mean, seriously, I'm talking up here. Yes. Stress. Um, it ain't getting any better. Not having enough time just to be a human being. Yeah. Instead yeah. of a human doing. Human doing. I love that. Yeah. I say that all the time because it's, I mean, even me, you know, I'll walk out of here and, you know, I'm sure we all will. But, you know, 10 more texts, voicemails, emails, you know, places I teach the emails, personal business emails. And I'm like, I've only been gone like off the grid, like for two and a half, three hours. It's, it's just never stopped. And stops. it's a pile on. Yeah. 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 Like I didn't get to my emails or to my text last night until 930. And then when I woke up this morning, my husband was like, I heard you dictating into your phone. Yes. I was answering a message. Yeah. I saw <laughs> you, you had emailed me something last night in the forums because somehow I had uh, copied pasted your email incorrectly. And, and then I, so I sent it like 12 different times <laughs> trying to get it right. It was right. And, you know, but yeah, I mean, uh, many, many, many small business owners that I know work with whatever. Yeah. You know, when I get the responses at nine or 10 o'clock at night, you know why? Right. Cause they're busy all day. So, you know, one of, one of the things is I think you would agree, you know, it's, it's a mindful practice. You, you've got to take a break somewhere. You do. Like Tuesdays are my days off. I don't teach public classes. I do have a private client who I uh, typically teach on Tuesdays, but she's out of town this week. So um, I had a self-care day. I met a friend for coffee. I had a manicure and a pedicure. Um, and then um, I had an appointment for me, right? Yeah. Not, yeah. I didn't have to, to do for anybody else. Yeah. And then my husband and I went to a local wine tasting. Nice. At wine and Whimsies and yeah. Tucker. Yeah. yeah. And it was enjoyable and came home and spent some time out because the weather was so perfect last yeah. night and then went went upstairs, answered a couple texts, answered some emails that were important for the studio business and put my phone down Called and went to sleep. Yeah. So on those days like that, are you very deliberate about, you know, I'm not going to look at my phone during the day or I'll, I'll glance at it? How do you how do you handle that? No, because we're still so new, right? Yeah, We've you only can't been afford- open two months. I can't afford not to be available if my teacher calls. The AC went out last week, for instance. So you want to know because your okay, students yeah, yeah. didn't sign up for hot yoga. <laughs> <laughs> they just signed up for yoga. That's <laughs> like, all, you know? That right there is a sound bite. <laughs> That's a tweetable moment, Francis. They did <laughs> they not sign, sign up, up for, for hot, hot yoga. yoga. Which I have taught for two years. No, I'm laughing before. because that's the, I've heard about some of these two or three of my friends have talked about hot yoga. So you just made me laugh. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. So so you as the business owner have to get the AC rolling. Right. I have to get you the AC rolling. You can't just repaired. say I'll get back to it. And no. When I feel like I know. want I want our students to be able to come in and to have a comfortable space in which to practice. You know. Man. And it will become that way eventually. Sure. But. Um, it's really manageable, and um, my type A personality, I thrive. I have lots of energy, and um, I thrive in in just helping people feel better, and also business is my jam, as well as yoga teaching, so I get to combine my two loves into one thing and, and do both. Well, you know, it's funny. You know, if you took my PhD down to a science, it's really 
really studying human behavior and like everything you do is 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 is, is a huge kudos so prompt so fast so efficient always effective not having to be reminded it is just such a play i haven't even told you that before on air i watch other people i'm like come on i mean how many times have the exact same question and and they're yet successful too and i don't know if that's a type a or b i know personality types i don't know but some people i just don't know if they lose stuff or just forget or it's not a priority i don't don't know i think it's all of the above yeah yeah and it's it's not fair to speak for people right or to make a story up or to assume but i credit it to my marketing minor in undergrad of um dr stone at the university of west alabama customer service class it was pounded into me as a marketing and business professional professional that this is how you do business prompt correct prompt yeah. correct yeah. treat people with kindness you know the customer is always right like just do the it, it's really not that hard we've got a generation and of people we might need to sign up for dr Stead's class if he's still teaching i don't know if he is or not but well, he he was a profound impact on giving me in that course in college the ability to say hey not responding is is really not an option. And then I also, in my corporate career of global sourcing, my business depended on it. Yeah. You know, yeah. like my counterparts were overseas. You're right. So I worked a ton. Probably at weird hours. Trying weird to, hours. Yeah, I would have a... I would have a conference call at either 6 a.m. in the morning in the office or 11 o'clock at night at my house just to coordinate and move these things because you think making clothes is simple. It's not. It takes a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of different vendors that feed into that final product, into that final garment, and you can't delay. You got to plan way in advance, right? Yes, six months in advance. Yeah. So going back to this, I would assume this has taught you, you know, planning a week or two or three weeks in advance is nothing when you've had to plan six months in advance. Right. I I wouldn't say it's nothing because I'm always looking forward, right? But it's um, Com- comparatively, you've had the, you've been in there. You've yes. done. It. I have a, a good friend of mine, and he's been in that global market, you know, doing stuff with um, lawn furniture for years overseas, and um, he, you know, he's very prompt, always on things. But it's, you know, he, he was like, you can't be in this business and not work that far in advance. You, you know, you, you got to be on top of things. You got to be adaptable. You got to be flexible. You. And, you know, hence the way he operates is like a clock, bum, bum, bum. He makes it sit, you know, he just makes things happen. And, um, yeah, so, yeah, I, you know, what other people do, you know, I always hope people have a growth mindset and continue to grow. Some people don't care to do that. You know, they do what they've always done. Um, I believe as long as we have breath, we should be trying to grow and improve. And um, and sometimes improve means slow down. Yeah. I tell my 50-year-old we self now, we move too fast. Um, and you know, funny enough, so you said, listen to the body. I said, I've been doing all this moving and stuff for three months. And, uh, two days ago, 48 hours ago, my body between heat and he's, I, I think I just absolutely hit the wall. My lower back, which had been okay. It's a bad disc issue over the years. It started Screaming. to go out. My wife goes, Ryan, this is when you, your body is telling you something. Listen, I'm not too good at that. And yeah, it was like, you're done. I mean, you're ex- absolutely exhausted. So coming back to yoga, 
with you know a lot of things I see in our society, you get to see with the different things I do of just extreme depression, extreme stress, extreme anxiety, extreme whatever. This is this is uh, and knowing you, Amber, that's why I want to get your contact information to them. Bringing you into a nice space where you're not going to be judged. You can come as you are, and take a breath. Yes, you can let it. No pun intended. No, I invite. Sometimes I use imagery of especially in the evening classes of like whatever happened in your day, whatever is still yet to come after you leave the studio, can you just put it in a little package, tie it up and set it off to the side, Mm. you know, and then you can pick that back up at the end of class, but you don't have to do anything with it right now. And it's just a way to get people to shift from the outer world into their inner world. And does, from what you see and what you experienced over the years, do, can most people, do they, are they able to somewhat do that? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the, the bridge between the body mind connection is the breath. Wow. That's just, it, it, it's so cool. But yeah, I mean, I mean it, yoga is a science, it's a spiritual practice sure. for many. Um, it's over 5,000 years old. It works. I know. It works. Well, we we'd be remiss with your your expertise and and you know growing all the stuff you're doing. Well, first let me ask you this: Are there things um, that you want to make sure we get in the show that you uh, that I haven't asked or we haven't discussed before we start giving people ways to contact you guys? Um, I just want people to know that Sanctuary Yoga is a studio for everybody, and I sincerely mean that. Whether you um, think you're too old or you're not fit enough or this, the only thing I don't, I don't care about any of that. You shouldn't care about that. Like you will not be judged if it's your very first yoga practice because the teachers and I, we just love to help people get in their Mm. bodies and we will meet you exactly where you're at. You don't have to change. You don't have to come in and fix anything about yourself. You just have to learn how to be with yourself. That's the key. Oh, that's awesome. Like, and just accept and you show up yesterday and you could, I'm just making a joke, you could put your leg behind your head and today you can't even lift the foot off the floor. <laughs> That's the extreme, right? right? But you have to get in a little bit of joking. But it changes, your body changes every single day. Like you said, 48 hours ago. Yeah, it was funny, you using that example. So after all the moving for two months, every day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday weekend, my wife, you know, we, we were doing some things and she said um, on our screen and porch, she's like, one of these little small chairs, just a comfy chair, but it probably weighs like seven pounds. She goes, you just slide that back in from the outer deck in there. I, I kid you not. I'm like, I can't lift this. I said, I don't know what's wrong with me. I've been lifting, you know, 100, 150 pound stuff. I'm, I'm a pretty strong guy. I'm like, I need your help. She's like, okay. And I'm like, my body's shot. I mean, you know, yeah. it just had it's nothing. Done. Like, yeah. And and I'm not really good. I mean, I'm really bad. I'm just going to say this since you, you know really bad at listening to my body um when i need to eat what i need to do when i need to breathe when i need to just go take a walk and get away from all the stuff so what it seems to me is yoga helps connect some of those things it helps connect the most important part of you to your container your body is your container it's the most important thing that you could take care of wow because you can't you can't do your job you can't be there for your family if you're broken down and right. if your body is shot, right? right? So you, I always say you've got to pour back into yourself so that you can pour out to others. 
because you can't. You can't just keep emptying your tank right. until you have a breakdown or you get, you know, terribly ill. No, no. You know? So what gives you life? Whether mm-hmm. that's yoga, whether that's running, whatever it is that brings you joy, you don't have to be on a yoga mat to have a mindful moment. Mm-hmm. Um, you could stare at a sunset with your cup of coffee or sunrise rather in the morning mm-hmm. and just be in nature watching the birds flit about your mind is probably not racing you might actually have just some peaceful moments that's meditation that's yoga whatever you're doing mindfully with your full awareness and you're just being immersed in yourself all right, full disclosure to all our guests, I will be listening personally to this episode at least three to four times. That's a promise, Francis. <laughs> He's like, thank God. Wonderful. Yeah, no, I'm serious. I'm, I've asked the questions as a person that doesn't know. I'm asking you, I've asked you the questions today, assuming nothing, because I can read notes and read, read information we have, but I've really tried to approach this going, well, what's yoga and why would I do it? I, I'm talking about me or anybody that's like me. And now I'm like, man, I need to re-listen to this and re-listen to this. And that's what our audience is going to do. But that's why I've tried to approach it in this manner because I, I don't I don't know what I don't know. Yeah, no, and I appreciate that, right? None of us know what we don't know. And the fact of the matter is, is when I came back to my practice, so I was a practitioner in the early 2000s, and mm-hmm. then I got so just headfirst into my career. I'm like, I'm going to climb this ladder. I let it go. I continued with my daily exercise and and I and my favorite passion is also another boxing. I boxed for a long time. But I let my yoga practice go and I came back to it after I left the corporate world briefly in 2011 and I I was like what is wrong with my body? I've done yoga. I can't even touch my toes right now. Oh wow. And that constant inner talk of myself I got this tattoo on my wrist and I started into yoga multiple times a week at Candler Park Yoga Studio in Candler Park and just to try to find balance because I did not know how to be this high functioning business career woman who worked 80 hours a week and traveled all over the world and and then I go to zero Uh uh-huh to take a break from it, to, to leave it and to try something different. And I'm like, I got to do something for myself. And it was yoga. That's awesome. And I haven't looked back and it's changed me. It's changed my type A personality. I still have it, but it is so much softer than it was in the past. Yeah. I'm so much calmer. All right. I'm committing to five lessons, Francis, for at least I'm going to hold you to that. All right. And I'm serious. I mean, this is, I'm soaking it all in, but I can't soak it all in without re-listening. And that's what we want our audience to do too. All right. So let's make sure we give them. So where do you want to, for our local folks who are um, wanting to come and set a time, how does it work? Do they, do they just, I mean, I guess they can go online, they can call, whatever, but you want to give them ways to reach you? Yes, you can reach me at um, info at sanctuaryyogastudio.com. You can sign up online at our website at sanctuaryyogastudio.com, and our schedule is listed there, all of our teacher bios, all of the different class styles that we offer, explains about who we are and what we want to offer to the community. Um and And your um, facebook and instagram those are good oh yes facebook and instagram is sanctuary yoga studio Mm -hmm. stone mtn 
Yeah, and the same for Sanctuary Yoga Studios, Stone, MTN for Instagram. Correct. So you got information there as well? Yes. Okay, perfect. I'm posting all the time. Um, We currently have a summer yoga challenge going on just to keep people consistent in their practice. So there's, you know, it's just a fun way, like, what adult doesn't like to get stickers or maybe that's just me <laughs> that's all right. um, I, like stickers. I love stickers so we've got star stickers and smiley face stickers and challenge bonuses and all kinds of cool things and it's not meant to be a competition with your neighbor it's meant to just say hey and it's a visual to show people that they showed up for themselves well that's what that's what it's all about at the end of the day you know um checking off one box and one little check at a time but it's such a big box it is because take that first step yeah but it's a big box because you're pouring back into yourself and making you're making time for an hour an hour yeah and anybody can anybody has an hour yeah i always tell people they have you know 168 hours in a week i'm so busy well i've seen this recently but at the end of the day we, we also waste a lot of time and you know even though we say we don't we all get off on our you know, me at sports and I'm reading and reading. Well, I'm wasting time right. and some stupid thing. Just look at your usage on your cell phone, how many hours you spend daily on your cell phone. If you're spending four or five hours on your cell phone per day, yeah, that's wasted time. put it down and give your nervous system a reset, give your eyes a reset, and go do something, some way to give back to you. It doesn't have to be yoga. Okay. I hope it's yoga, but yeah. whatever gives you joy. Well, we want to get people into Sanctuary Yoga Studio, and landmark-wise, um, I guess let's tell our local people, what what is it? It's off, what road is it off of? We are at the corner of Rockbridge and Five Forks Trickham. Yes. Yeah, the- we are not in the Kroger Studio. We're directly across from yeah. it, next to the Occupational Therapist, Creative uh-huh. Therapy. My little, our little suite is right between, it's that building, the gray building, but Will Henry's is right beneath yeah, us. Gotcha, yes. gotcha. I was just giving people, if they were trying to, mm-hmm. you know, landmark-wise, think about what coming. Okay. All right. Well, any other things? And um, I think we've covered everything pretty much today. Yeah. Well, Amber, thank you seriously Thanks for coming for on the show. Me. And um, I'm going to close this out, okay? Uh, folks, thanks for tuning in to another Marketing Matters on the End Results Radio Network inside the Prim and Roofing, Prim and Roofing Studio from the Country Inn and Suites by Radisson in beautiful Stone Mountain. Please stay for, uh, tuned for upcoming shows, including this one at endresultswithaz.com. Just click current show buttons, in this case, Marketing Matters. You can hear the most current show or anywhere you get your podcast. Uh, for my special guest, Amber Voss, again, thank you, Amber. Thank you. Um, thanks for coming on the show. And this has been another great show today. Lots of information. I got a lot of homework to do. And this has been another Marketing Matters. And until next time, folks, make your marketing matter. This has been Marketing Matters with Ryan Sowers. For even more advice, visit ryansowers.com. That's R Y A N S A U E R S.com.